0: Welcome to Poor Decisions with Scott, Sebastian, and Nick Artis. This is where we talk about bourbon, running, and, well, poor decisions.
1: All right, guys, what's up? here with hey. Nick, Scott, and John. How you guys doing? Good. How's it going, Nick? Friday.
2: Friday.
1: Friday. Fun day. <laughs> Full go Friday.
0: I think I had that the other night. Full go on Wednesday.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Always, you, right?
0: You witnessed it. And then
1: oh, I, poured I poured some <laughs> of it back. I poured some of it. Could handle it anymore. All right, so let's go around the room, the room, and uh, talk about what we're drinking. So I'll start. Yeah. I am drinking what's called an old dusty. And for those of you who don't know, that's a bourbon that was made. What, what, what would you say, pre nineteen eighties? Back when it was good. Back when it was great. <laughs> so I'm drinking limestone brands from nineteen seventy eight, and uh, just quite delicious. So John, why don't to go ahead and kick off?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm about to open up this uh, Whistle Pig 10 Year. Uh, I'm gonna pour a little bit of that. A fun story about the Whistle Pig 10 Year, America. America, I'm terrible. America. There we go. Uh, is I had this for the first time when we were in the hills of Vermont at a uh, a race recently, and uh, it was just absolutely delicious. So I went out and had to find a bottle. Uh, it's one of my one of my favorite just whiskeys just to drink, believe it or not. So that's what I'll be sipping on tonight. Man, that's oh, about yeah.
0: all I do with my whiskey. I just drink it. I don't yeah. know what else
2: you're doing
1: with your whiskey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. One of my favorite whiskeys to drink. Well, sometimes you have to look at it and admire it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Appreciate okay. the the shelf. Mm-hmm. All right, Scout. What do you what are you drinking? Kentucky Owl. Kentucky Owl batch clearment. So they're they're
0: they're they're a craft, um, they're a craft boy. they were a craft bourbon company that, you know, they were known for blending, um, blending their batches, and they were all re- special releases. So they sold recently to Stoli out in California, who's really known for their vodka. So this is first batch um, that they've owned. And, you know, I don't know if you saw recently in the headlines that they're actually coming out with a St. Patrick's Day Kentucky Owl bottle special release. I did see that. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm yeah I'm thinking about pre-ordering as well. But when you think about the Kentucky Owl brand, you know, you think about, you know, price point and then you see what they're releasing them at now makes me wonder you know is the quality going to be on par with what they you know previously put out so that's my only concern with you know these next few batches that come out no we actually got kicked out of there as a john while he's while he's trying to catch up with us we were at a um uh a distillery last week and we're in this little vintage library that has stuff from like the 1800s all the way up to some modern day stuff that was just highly allocated hard to get and, uh, as we're sitting there chatting with one of the bartenders and there in walks Dixon Deadman, who was the former owner and CEO of Kentucky Owl. So apparently oh, they wow. didn't know that he was actually there to do a work on a special project. So he ended up kicking us out of the room and, uh, we went off on, on our merry way to drink more bourbon from the regular bar. So
2: but what what a way to get kicked out of the room. I know, right? Like, did, he, did, did he at least give you some, uh, some good samples or something? Uh, no. Oh no, well, there you go. Oh. No, I know, right? So sorry. What are you gonna do? Anyhow,
0: yeah. So you guys, you guys want to talk race? Uh, the you know race and uh, some of the changes R- that were just announced over the last couple of days. Oh, race
2: there, there was a lot.
1: So, so how about we start with something something a little bit more interesting? So, John, what's your nickname?
2: So my nickname is Iguana John.
1: Iguana John, love the nickname. So please, please, please sorry. enlighten us on how you got that lovely nickname. And what so, it all like, in the scales?
2: <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that's that's a lot, but we, we do we have plenty of time on this thing. Oh, but, we have plenty of time. No, so
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so my uh my whole thing started back when I was a kid. Um, I actually raised a lot of iguanas. Really enjoyed like having those pets. It was one of my first pets, even before like a dog or a cat. I just fell in love with the iguanas at the zoo. So my parents got me two of them. Oh, one of them didn't make it, and one of them made it way too long. That's a great hat, by the way, Scott. yeah great great hat best hat really i wish i had more of those that were available for purchase oh wait anyway i do too (laughs) so uh but i ended up having one that got really big um got so big and out of control because we just let him live in the house like a dog um that we ended up taking him to the zoo um his name was rex of course because who doesn't name their iguana rex Um, And we ended up taking him to the zoo and he lived there until the end of his days in comfort in one of their habitats. So it was really cool. Um, Moral of the story is when I first started playing video games back when we were all, you know, babies back in the day, Xbox Live and all those things of life coming out, I was like, oh, I need a really cool name uh, for Xbox Live. Um, Just to like have for all my friends to like call me. And one of my friends back in, gosh, we were middle school back then, I think, was like, hey, well, you have an iguana. You should just be Iguana John, man. And I'm like, oh, that's a cool Xbox name. I bet it's taken. It wasn't. Um, And so then uh, basically, um, from the day I got my Xbox One on launch day until here we are now in OCR and like life and the world, and we're adults, uh, I am Iguana John henceforth. So.
0: You have that on your
1: business cards.
2: <laughs> I mean, I would have to do both sides just to okay. get that in there. <laughs> I, I mean,
1: I am I'm wearing a band from Iguana John, so that's
2: that's a good. <laughs> and hey, if you if you don't uh, if you don't do it, make sure to support Global Animal Relief. Um, they take care of animals and shelters that for habitats that have been destroyed by wildfires and stuff across the nation. A really good charitable organization. So if you uh, are looking for a good place to donate, it's a good spot. Really good it.
1: insert, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Cheap insert plug. <laughs> Got it.
0: <laughs> hey, maybe so, when so I swap that's... this maybe when I swap this hat out, I'll get one of those wristbands and then I'll oh, go down.
2: You're gonna swap the hat out, you're just not gonna keep it. It looks good on you.
0: It does look good on me, but you know what? It's not my property. So I'd rather return it to the rifle owner.
2: That's fair. I wish I had a whole bunch of them for all of us to have and also for our pit crew to have at uh, a race coming up. Oh wait.
1: Maybe I do. Oh, 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 I think I think you do.
0: Oh. Well then, what race is? Well that? then, I mean, I mean, what race is that?
2: Well, let's segue and let's talk about oh, race.
0: Yeah, let's talk about racing. So, you guys want to talk about the changes that were just announced the other day? It's kind of created a little bit of a, a snafu and some plans, but it
1: might end up working out for the better for all of us. Well, let's years. admit it caused a great big uh, snafu, but then we had to uh, pivot and come back <laughs> so 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 share
2: your snafu because i haven't even heard the snafu story yet if you can okay like,
0: so let's um is there a way to kind of share screens in this and i can
1: just uh
2: oh, so fancy is there is what, there a way share to screens? To screen? i mean you, you didn't
1: memorize it I, I memorized it so we could just talk about it i mean
0: i've got it here but i was just gonna okay so let's talk about it so let's let's talk about the holy grail So three pieces that are factoring into the Holy Grail is going to be Tough Mudder Infinity, which is the new Endurance Daytime event that is kind of replacing tougher, but not really. But, you know, it's it's, so the Holy Grail is doing three events. And I was covering all of those, but you just didn't give me a chance to get to them yet.
1: Well, you know,
0: Uh, (laughs) the Holy Grail can be earned within the Tough Mudder uh, Endurance Series. It's part of the Tough Mudder Endurance Series by completing one Tough Mudder Infinity, one Toughest Mudder, which is a 12-hour endurance event, and then, of course, World's Toughest Mudder at the end of the year, which is a 24-hour Sufferfest. So the new piece to this is Tough Mudder Infinity. It's an eight-hour daytime, starts at the beginning of the day, Fifth, it's one 15K lap, then another 15K or 5K, and you just continue as many as you can for eight hours. Um, it's not at every venue, which is unfortunate, but there, I believe they've selected nine in the U.S., five over in the uk which makes me really want to go over and run one in the uk but that's neither here nor there but i think one of the things that's really impacting our scheduling this year and you know the 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 thought process was with the 12-hour overnight toughest mutter. um nick do you want to talk about kind of what it was and then we can transition into what changes were made just and just announced uh recently
1: Yeah, so previously the 12 hour toughest mothers, you had a different event category or different I guess race categories, you had individual two person team and four person team. And so the team categories which you're going to segue into the changes um, previously the two person team you would run your first and last lap together and then alternate. um, You know between laps and then the four person team, you have to have 50% of the team on the on the course so you'd run four people. The first and last lap and then you know two people run every every other lap so now it's changed now it's changed so what was the what was the length of the course um that uh it was previously five miles um and so there there are modifications to that now it's a little bit longer or so five mile laps as many laps as mm-hmm. you complete in this twelve hour duration
0: so now they're now they're dallas toughest length which is 6.2 miles <laughs> <laughs> so they've, they've so they've gone from a and I and I get it and we were talking about this the other day is you know it's definitely there's definitely strategy involved with this from a from a financial perspective right and, and you know time perspective you know you think about the tough mutter 10k that is going to be run on Sundays um, at all events this year you know with this toughest mutter now that they now I, I think strategically they have increased this up to a 10k to make it a little easier for the transition from this endurance series over to the Sunday, um, Sunday race day. Would you, would you agree with
1: me on that? I would agree with you. And now well, actually for a toughest, the, uh, the mileage to um, get a contender status is now shorter, a uh, shorter distance. I think it's shorter by two miles. Okay.
2: Yeah. It's, it's Just only, physically. it's only five laps, I think. Of yeah.
1: the... So instead of 40 so miles, I think it's have to run like 30, 30 and some change.
0: Yeah. So it's basically a 50 K as a team
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: okay gotcha so the, uh, another change that they made was with the two-person relay so you know you talked about 50 percent of the team being on course at the same you know at, at any given point in time with a two-person relay they've kind of changed that and now a two-person it's no longer a relay it's two-person team meaning you're sticking together every lap lap after lap from start to finish there's no handing off which you know a lot of people i have been reading in the community there's a lot of um there's a, there's a lot of grumbling going on about how a two-person team, how, how, how can they compete with a four-person when they're trading off and having two fresh people every other lap? What are your thoughts of that? Is that – do you think I, – I agree. Something-
1: I, think, I think it's totally unfair to lump a two-person team in with a four-person team mm-hmm. um, because now – considering that now it has to be a minimum of two, uh, two people on the course at all times, like you can't, you can't rotate off and take a break. Uh-huh. So if you're a two-person team, you're on the you're on the course the entire night, which is gonna suck the life out of you because you have to push really hard against you know two people who are kind of fresh.
2: I, I understand the rule change, like how they why they wanted to do it, um, but I just think that there should be separate prizes for each category. So if you're running a two-person, that should be a prize pool, or not? I mean, obviously there's no prizes or money, but a different medal. You know, and if you're doing three k, three people, that's a different medal and different placement, and same for four. Mm-hmm. You know, just and that yeah, everyone has to be out at the same time, regardless of which one you're in. But you know, at least you can have different podium spots. Yep. and
0: when you think about the value perspective of you know actually podiuming one of these races, I mean, there's there's not prize money, but there's still a monetary incentive to want a podium. When you think about future races, I mean, we 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 podiumed at. Poconos, so as a result, we won another race. So I mean, there's money that we didn't have to invest into the next race, and they keep us, you know, they keep us coming back for more. So um, has it been confirmed that the two-person team is being lumped in with four-person and is just one team category? Have we have we? It
1: is, it is one team um, category. from um, that for.
0: Are they keeping four-person relay separate from the rest of the team category?
1: No, it's all it's all one thing now. It's all one team category: two person and four, two person, three person, and four person teams, all in the same category.
0: Well, there's no incentive to run two person then. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's basically just dead unless you just really want to run with somebody, just because. Yeah.
0: I mean, who wants to stick with somebody for twelve hours at a time, or twenty-four hours I mean, at a time?
2: I mean, I, I've done it once or twice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've a couple times. <laughs> so just got a uh just got a uh, a little plug from uh miss molly miller also podium from a uh previous toughest event she wants to tell everybody hi
2: oh, oh molly hi, miller
0: we'll i'm sorry hi molly miller sebastian yeah.
2: yeah whoa whoa using our full name no. are you in trouble
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm forgetting that i'm married never will i forget that i'm married <laughs>
2: Who could forget such a thing, Scott? Uh, Come on,
0: boy. yeah. Oh. So bachelor week, be bachelor point. weekend for you, huh? Um, your your better half is off to uh, off to Sonoma for the week.
2: Yeah, so uh, Kaylee's off in Sonoma, getting is set it, up for the first tough mudder of the is year. It Sonoma, or not Sonoma, it's not Sonoma. It's um, uh, Lake Elsinore, Lake Ellesburg. So-Cal. Yeah, SoCal. Yep, SoCal. SoCal.
0: Gotcha. Yeah,
2: first tough mudder of the year down there. Um, we definitely got some exciting stuff that I've heard about planned that I we'll definitely uh, can't wait for everyone to post about on social media when they get to the event for the first one. Um, And we can definitely connect on that off of the podcast stream. So spoiler alert for people that are listening, uh, we'll talk about it maybe next time, but there's definitely some interesting things that are going to be happening this year um, that I've heard about. So crossover. I mean, listen, I'm not going to talk about any of the things that I may have heard or may have not seen.
1: Well, well, now now you're just a big tease. Yeah spoiler alert
2: well spoiler alert i'm a big tease (laughs) (laughs) let's keep drinking whiskey maybe we'll get there
1: oh let's keep (laughs) drinking whiskey so now so now i'm gonna test you so uh so tell me what you're getting out of that whistle pick 10-year by the way
2: so a a 10-year not the farm stock it's a very farm distinction but
1: the farm stock is good
2: it's i i would say it's better in my opinion that's just me i like the farm stock over the 10-year you know, I'm getting getting a little pepper in it, actually. Believe it or not.
1: Well, I do believe it because you know that's a that's a pretty uh, obvious note in a rye. You either get spearmint mm-hmm. or pepper. So I love that you mm-hmm. get pepper. Little,
2: little pepper. It's getting a little little heat on the tongue as I as I sip it. Um, you know, <laughs> that's called a definitely... that's called a palate. Oh, okay. Listen, Scott,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you three terms three terms in whiskey tasting. There's nose, palate, and oh. finish.
2: Okay, gotcha. And then I'm going to take a sip and talk to you um, live about this finish I'm about to have. Hold on.
0: Let's hear it down the hatch with that
2: batch. <laughs> so I'm, I'm definitely getting a very smooth, uh, very smooth finish to it. Uh, not not a lot of taste as far as like a distinction. Um, just really a nice clean uh, finish when I'm putting it down the gullet. You get any mar- so. marshmallow at all? No, I'm not getting any no.
0: marshmallow. You need to leave it in your mouth mm-hmm. a little longer that's what she said that's what she said
2: (laughs) (laughs) but let's 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 talk about like what what's your first race of the of the year gonna be scott like have you uh have you strategized about where you're gonna run first or is it gonna have you not yeah you and
0: i are are towing that start line together in missouri oh
2: that's That's number one one.
0: that's two weeks before uh two weeks before we head over to philly for uh for toughest mudder so um there's a lot of strategy that's involved there like obviously you know uh joe i don't i don't did i tell you joe perry uh he and i were uh planning on running two-person relay out there
2: yeah that's what you you were on two-person relay with joe perry and nick was running two-person relay with um person i don't believe i caught the name of but he was running with someone
0: and uh so now that's kind of like you said like like we said earlier throwing a a major snafu on our plans and just really have to Mm -hmm. Consider what we're gonna do out there, because I really don't want to run the entire time. Because I I I said when we were out in Laughlin that I'm not doing this anymore
2: for the entire time. Like a
0: relay or bust.
2: I mean, relay is a lot more enjoyable, that's Mm -hmm. for sure.
0: It is. And I mean, it's you know, it's we we had that we had that experience in Twin Cities. Nick and I had that experience in Poconos and It's just nice to have that little 45 minute to hour, 15 minute break, depending on, you know, Mm
2: -hmm. really, really resets your batteries and helps you kind of focus on what you got to go do on your next lap.
1: Well, well, it gives you the ability to also like run beyond your limits while while you're out there and then recover Mm -hmm. and then do it again. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that part is nice instead of conserving energy because you're, (laughs) you're out there the entire, you know, duration of the race
2: for sure. Nick, what's your first race of the year? Have you figured that out yet? or you decided? Um,
1: well, if I go ahead and book a flight, it's going to be uh, SoCal.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. well then, sir, we should. We, I could probably, I could probably help you with your decision.
1: Well, you know, I gotta, I gotta make sure that I, <laughs> I I'm right on on uh, par to hit seventy five events when you hit seventy five events.
2: Oh, are we Missouri seventy five in it? Oh, that I, I'm hoping so. <laughs> you know, you can get four events in a weekend. We haven't even brought that up, but that's a thing now. Oh,
1: yes, you can. Yes, you can. I don't even want to go into the complexity of what that mess is. <laughs> but you sure can. You can just
2: run four in, right there.
1: Because you know, if You're we br- if we bring this up, it's going to cause a Facebook war, right?
2: Of course. <laughs> it's. I don't even want to start. It's okay. <laughs> We're
1: supposed just, to be happy.
2: Just, <laughs> just know that I'm hitting 75 on Saturday, Missouri, um, if I run any event before Missouri, which I plan who's, on uh,
1: okay. 75 on Saturday. Well that means I gotta step up to make because I, I was planning on hitting it on Sunday. I mean that's but, fine. But, yeah. Well no we'll we'll make it happen because you know yeah. I can I can get two events in on Saturday. Who's
2: who's placing the headband on you? Uh is Kyle gonna be there this year? Has anyone heard from him?
0: You're gonna have no but
2: i are gonna have Kyle do it over friends
1: or
0: family.
2: Well I mean I normally I normally had oh sorry let me rephrase not Kyle tough mutter coach.
1: Oh um, oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. He he has placed most of mine, believe it or not, just has worked out well. But I don't. He normally comes to Missouri, but I don't know if he'll be there this year or not. Uh,
0: he was not in Missouri last year. It was Greg. Was mm-hmm. it Greg? Yeah. Coach was in. He oh. wasn't even in Atlanta, was he? It was Greg. Yeah, coach was in Atlanta. Was yeah, he? maybe
1: it was kickoff. Yeah, I thought Coach was in Atlanta because that's where you volunteered on Sunday and had that uh oh. tornado-like winds oh, yeah. and it blew oh, yeah. the uh, the canopy over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> sidebar story there. Let's talk about let's let's talk. About,
0: <laughs> you were there. You, heard, <laughs> you you heard you heard the 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 dialogue between Coach and and Garrett or whoever it was that was managing the festival area. That oh god, Coach we're not was going worth, there. Are
1: we? Worth, yeah, we're <laughs> Coach. <laughs> we was can't share the story. We cannot share
0: the story. Okay, so <laughs> oh, God no. So, so there was, yes, we need to shoot the sword because it was really funny. <laughs> Coach is sitting over. We're, we're standing over there volunteering at Start start Shoots, and we see Coach holding on to his canopy or whatever that's trying to fly away. And I'll let Nick take over from there because he heard the
1: dialogue. Okay. <laughs> um, so I, I don't remember who it was that walked up there and they're like, uh, what are you doing? And Coach is like, well, I'm holding this thing so it doesn't fucking fly away. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what do you what do you think I'm supposed to do? <laughs> Someone needs to drive some more fence posts
2: in, apparently. <laughs> totally. that-
1: yeah, so so coaches over there, you know, he, he's coaches in a uh you know, form-fitting t-shirt and those uh those nice gym coach shorts from 1976, which I yep. love by the way. And yep. he's sitting there Great flexing, stuff. holding this canopy, both arms up, <laughs> flexing. And, uh, you know, trying trying his best to keep this thing from tumbling away because everything else in that event area was flipping over and rolling around. I believe it was you, Scott, that almost got hit by one of those uh, flipping canopies.
0: Yeah, Jay, uh, Jay Maza actually saved the day. He hollered at me. I turned around and here it comes rolling, it rolling, same. rolling. And I grabbed one <laughs> leg and I brought it back down and sat there and held it until we could tie it back down. Yeah, yeah that was a wild. Uh, that was a wild Sunday. Yeah. For
2: sure. So are you guys still uh plan on running uh both toughest or just the one? What's your what's your game plan?
1: Well, we're going to run both. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean uh so our plan, I don't know if anybody's told you.
2: No, I mean I'm I'm in left field here, you know. Share, oh. share it with me while I share it well, with the world. Well,
1: here, well here we go. We're sharing it with <laughs> the world. First time you're hearing this. Our plan is to uh instead of running two person there. We're gonna run four person with the great iguana John and our oh. man Greg.
2: Oh wow! At Indiana, in Indiana, that be that be a good event to do it. Uh-huh. Yes, it will be. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Right there in our backyard. Yep.
0: How nice would it be to podium in our backyard?
2: I I mean, it's where we own the Midwest. If we think about it, <laughs> basically. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. It'll be it'll be a lot better than going up Everest blindfolded. That's for sure. <laughs>
2: Oh, <laughs> that will never happen again or, in the or, history of talk or... <laughs> it's a one-and-done situation not, not for
0: us at least <laughs> so let's go back to that like what was like when you think about that beta test for 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 the infinite hero um i try not or, to let's think about that for a second like <laughs> what was your what was your peak and pick peak and pit of that weekend and when we when we're talking about peak and pit peak being like what was your high moment of that and pit being like i absolutely don't want to go through that again John, you can start.
2: Okay, um, so I'd say peak um, would be just getting to hang out with all the all of the Tough Mudder like community. Like even like there was, you guys were there. There are a lot of Tough Mudder people that I didn't know as well that I got to really kind of get to know and learn more about them and their life, which I really valued because um, that's where what I treasure the most at Tough Mudder events is just getting to know people and their stories and learn more about them, even when I'm not running, um, strangers. Um so that's my biggest peak was you know getting to experience that with everyone else and you know be out there for a long period of time and be able to do that with all those people. You want me to do pit or you guys want to go? No,
0: peak i go first? ahead and do peak and pit no, again. No. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um I would I would say pit and you guys will know exactly what I'm talking about, is uh carrying the box. <laughs> oh,
1: yep, <laughs> like in the beginning stages <laughs> of it. Yes. Oh, as soon as soon as, as we started. As soon as we started as
2: soon as we started, <laughs> <laughs> started carrying the box, that was definitely a pit of the entire experience oh,
1: yeah. was the was was the box worse than the uh carrying the marble in the in the pvc pipe
2: here's the thing the marble in the pvc pipe was like really annoying but at least like i knew it was going to be really annoying <laughs> like, like I, I like i saw it and read the instructions and we were like okay a marble and pvc pipe this is going to be terrible all right but like the box just we had to tear down the box and then carry the box i was like well, this can't be that bad. It's just a box, and it was just—it was immediately bad. It was immediately, bad. It was immediate. immediately yeah, bad from the start <laughs> for the entire time. Talk and about thank goodness! They changed how far we had to carry uh-huh. it because originally we we're about to carry it a lot to Arctic Enema, right? To Arctic Enema, yeah. yes. Which would have been—I—I I, would have just quit. Something uh, cool. So, didn't so, so, do it. Another so let's talk long. about we,
1: we, we ended up carrying. We did carry it about a mile and a half, and they wanted us to carry it about three miles. So so. They they cut it right in half, which that is was good. An, which that is was good. An immediate
2: day, great decision <laughs> on their part. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Scott, Scott, how about you, buddy?
0: I would say my peak, and there was a lot of peaks, but I think this one because I got a chuckle out of it, and I think everybody else did. This was when we got when we got to our first, like our first challenge, and we found this box, and we started reading through the rules. And we completely, and it was you, <laughs> you're laughing. You completely <laughs> yeah. like blew the plans out of the water. Like they never even thought about it. And it was where well, we had that box and we had to transport the egg. Right. I was like, why don't yeah. we use this box? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, son of a bitch. Didn't say that they can't use the box. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it. And I, I, you can see it on Johnny and Evan's face. You're like, why didn't we think of that? So you know they probably changed that for the actual infinite hero where they can't use the vessel in which it is sitting in. <laughs> so I,
2: I, absolutely and that's that's why it was a beta yeah. test, you know. That are <laughs> right,
0: right. I would say the pit was not so much the not so much the marble and the PVC pipe, but it was the final piece of that when we had to go into Block Nest and we had to encounter the rest of the participants on the course that was kind of throwing us off and just kind of yeah. you know getting i won't say they were getting in the way we were in the way you know as a as as a beta tester you know they were the ones that paid for their participation but that really made it very difficult to you know complete that complete that challenge so
1: you know i feel like i was which was trans- which was transporting 8 pvc pipes with a mar- with a marble inside of each pvc pipe. correct yeah
2: and you couldn't cover the end of it, well, it you couldn't cover be. the Corrective.
1: end. correct so we didn't we land up we, losing, lose one we lost
2: one marble yeah
1: yeah um
0: yeah. so i would say that that was probably the pit was you know being in there extended for an extended period of time because i was already tired of carrying up pvc pipe and then we got into cool water um yeah 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 it was cold water at that point because it was cold it was raining and i was just ready to be done and we saw the finish line so um, that was probably the pit for me, right? Or it could have been, or it could have been a three hundred plus jumping jacks. I don't know. It's one of those
1: <laughs> <laughs> to warm up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, my peak and pit are probably the same thing. Uh, my peak was uh, the fact that we had to trust each other and rely on each other, and that that was very apparent when we had to do Everest blindfolded, which was that quarter pipe. You know, where one of us had to go up and then. You know, we just had to help everybody else up while, while being blindfolded. But I also think that that was my pit. Um, because I think people are afraid to relinquish control when they're in big groups like that. And let people, other people who are stronger at some things kind of kind of lead at times. So there's plenty of times where like, john, and, and you, Scott, you guys were uh, taking control of the map and what direction we were going. And then there were other people complaining, that we were going in the wrong direction when we weren't going in the wrong direction. So I think, I think that was also my, my pit is the fact that some people can't relinquish that control. Mm-hmm. You yeah.
2: know, it's, it's definitely a, definitely builds the teamwork one way or another.
1: I'll admit, you know, I'm at, I'm at fault
2: for,
0: for, for not relinquishing control. You know, it's, you know, it's just the, the nature it, it's, it's human nature for me, you know, and, you know, I'll, I'll tie this in. I know we're not supposed to, you know, we don't want to talk about work, but, you know that's you know that's the nature of the beast when it comes to sales is you know you always want to be in control of whatever it is that you're doing whether it's leading a sales pitch leading a meeting whatever um so i mean that 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 uh, you know that that um filter there sprinkles over into you know my you know regular life as well so it's hard to separate that sometimes so you know those situations like you were talking about nick it's you have, sometimes you have to be okay with giving up control and just trusting the team that you're with.
2: So. Yeah, that's good. But, um, no, that's good stuff as far as like the, uh, the, that goes. So is there any like big plans as far as our race calendar goes for, you know, any other races other than just the first one of the year and the toughest, like, are you guys doing any other fun runs that aren't tough, related? Like, bubble runs. I, I mean, maybe you're doing a glow run. <laughs> You got the uh, you got a Halloween dress-up one. You doing the the Cupid Undie Run? I mean, I don't know. Like, what's what's no, no, the...
1: nobody wants to see me in my underwear. Let's be honest.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will say, you know, and to to give shout out to um, to Nick's wife Lorena. She is actually running a. Um, she signed up for the Flying Pig Full Marathon. Okay, yeah, so which is, yeah, that, that's a pretty that's a pretty big deal. That that marathon's a pretty big deal. So to see her sign up for that, finally. You know, that's um you know, I'm proud of her for that. So
2: yeah. has she now Nick, you can probably ask has she ever ran a marathon before or is this first one? Never a
1: full marathon. I think she's done twelve half marathons.
2: Wow, that's awesome. Oh. Good for her. Yep. It's gonna be a lot of fun. That's a good one too. I,
1: I signed up for my first full marathon uh in twenty twenty. And guess what? I had to do it virtually. Oh, well, Worst there you go. day of my effing life. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it, that sounds like an Allison and Ty workout right there where you're just, uh, you know, having to run for four hours straight on a treadmill. Let's talk,
0: about, let's talk about next Saturday. What does your next Saturday look like? Did you take... Yeah, Who, me? so so full disclosure, um, all three of us professionally trained by Allison and Ty, we all have ungodly miles that we have to run on a daily basis. So, so yeah. next Saturday, um, I believe I've got a three-hour run easy um which is you know zone one so it's a lot of a lot of time on my feet um and i'm going to be running in a foreign environment um it may or may not be in saint peter's um saint peter's missouri suburb of st louis
1: well well it's not foreign because we did the ultra spicy you did so yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. great race by the way can't wait for 2.0 it's iguana it's a iguana <laughs> uh, uh sponsor yeah.
2: it is it's a, brought to you by iguana yeah. apparel i <laughs> <laughs> no uh i i have a two hour run next saturday i look okay. so i'm i'm only at two which is okay, nice okay. this will be a nice in zone one which for me for zone one is not quite as low as your guys' zone one right okay. now but you'll get there okay yeah, my heart rate, my heart rate beats a little faster. It's
1: okay. I had an aerobic threshold test and an anaerobic threshold test two days apart. So, oh, my legs are toast, great. and I have to do a two and a half hour run tomorrow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anaerobic threshold tests, I think, are the worst.
2: It, it was terrible. Why do you think, think anaerobic is the worst? You can't
1: breathe. <laughs> you you have to run as hard as you can for thirty minutes. <laughs> Like, yeah, like that's like, the point like death room <laughs> <laughs> yep
2: i mean i am doing my second one on sunday so i didn't i didn't hate the first one we'll see how the second one goes
0: you know i did an impromptu one mile time trial and then three days later i found out i was covid positive <laughs> ouch we don't do those anymore we won't do those unless they're prescribed yeah
1: so good call. yep so 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 before we run out of time I got one last question I want John to answer. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. So since we are talking about poor decisions and I feel like we've uh, we've had enough to drink tonight. No, we have I'm not just quite. I'm just starting. I mean I'm on my <laughs> second epic pour so That's an epic pour too by <laughs> the way. That's a, by that's the way, a good
0: and thing. And I've been, You through. tell me. Yeah. You've got a you've got an old dusty limestone branch
1: product. What is it? Yeah. It just said, I don't know, it says limestone branch on the on the decanter. Where did you get it? I got that one at Revival. It's the one that it, it has the uh like the American Patriot or whatever on the front of oh, it. Oh, the Ramada N one? Yeah, yeah, that one. Okay. I thought that was a beam. Yeah. No, the uh the one I got from CVG Airport is a beam, and then and then I got the uh God. What's the other one I bought? That was in early times. That wasn't early times. Yeah. Yeah. So So limestone branch is the one I got the time before that. Okay,
0: I got you. Got you, got you.
1: So back to the question, anyway. John. Yeah, back to. The We've question. been drinking. We go. I have call poor decisions. Give me a, a a time when you made a poor decision.
2: Oh wow! Just one.
1: Just one. <laughs> Just one. I don't. I don't want to uh, embarrass anybody. <laughs>
2: oh okay. Let's see here uh poor decision
1: make it a good oh, one Oh wow
2: too. Hey, do you want it like race related or do you just want it just life related i, I want it life related. related.
1: Life, life related is more, more interesting
2: oh oh it's way way more interesting let's see here bad decision no poor life. decision oh poor oh i mean i mean they're kind of both <laughs>
1: let's,
2: so i'd say one of the poorest decisions i've made and it's recency tends to gravitate us towards stories right because we can remember them easier right um poor decision is i was out for my uh 32nd birthday to date myself just a little bit here but that's okay um and a bunch of friends took me out to uh main street of st charles it's a town close by here in st louis um and we were out of course having some adult beverages you know tasty we were not quite as, some tasty <laughs> beverages we were not quite as smart in our order of the drinks um nor in what we were drinking to be really honest and as the night progressed we obviously got less worrisome about what we were drinking and what order we were drinking them in. Um, and I remember the last thing I remember, and that should be a caveat to the end of the story here, um, is we went to a, a bar called Mr. Thirsty's um, and they're famous for their rum and pickle shots, okay? Okay. And uh, <laughs> Yep, I remember taking a couple of rum and pickle shots, um, walking outside, looking Kaylee right at the face and saying, I don't really feel that good. Um, and then proceeding to hurl everywhere. And that's the last thing I remember for the entire evening. Um, the next day, I learned that her nice um, jacket that she was wearing um, caught a lot of my projectile situation. <laughs> and so that's my, uh, that's my poor decision um, that I can recall recently uh, as far as life goes.
1: I said, I'll be sure to ask Kaylee about that.
2: Oh, she'll, she'll remember. But she still owned the jacket. <laughs> Oh yeah, we we had um I sent it to be professionally um dry cleaned, um to make it nice again and make it good. Um, they 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 put it through the ringer. Um, got nice and sanitized, nice and cleaned. Um, and it is it is good to go. So if ever you wanna you know wanna see a jacket that you know a super secret about, if Kaylee's wearing her brown leather jacket, now you know.
1: Now I know. <laughs> we definitely have to get you to Scotts because uh, that's the only way to get invited to the Mortal Kombat group that we have. That's a little inside group oh, yes. for everybody who's uh, who's made it over to Scotts mm-hmm. and then left wobbling.
2: But <laughs> listen, Nick, we all know I can never go to Scotts. It's a running joke at this time, oh, so it, I it's... just have to hold. I just have to hold on tight.
1: I mean, it's like a five-year running joke now. Yeah. right?
0: It's, it is. It's going strong. I can't wait, I can't wait to come out to your uh, your, your your area and run up and um, reserve a hotel room.
2: Hey, you know, that's that's what makes you, makes you happy, <laughs> you know? Do, do, have, you, have you mentioned why you're coming? Like, I know, oh, I don't know if I'm going to talk I about mean, that, but... you know,
0: professional wrestling, sports entertainment, whatever. It's, uh, <laughs> we're going to the Royal Rumble. You know, that's the reason...
2: Uh, we uh, are we going are. to the Royal Rumble. That's exciting that's where, stuff. that's
0: where 30 men enter and one man survives. And then 30 women enter and one right. woman survives. Oh. It's so, be good real show. quick.
1: Would you say? Would they say? Would you say that they get you for three minutes? <laughs> three <laughs>
2: minutes.
0: All right, John. Predictions. <laughs> who's won in the rumble for the men? Who's one in the rumble for the women?
2: Oh wow, that's a that that's a tough one to predict, honestly. Because
0: you don't know who's in I, it. I
2: still think I don't know who's in it. Like I I can't predict who's going to win it because I don't know everyone who's <laughs> just involved say Rick in
0: Flair and, and, um, and Fabulous Moolah.
2: <laughs> let's see here. I would. I would Woo! love like will sasha banks no. be in the rumble okay well then my prediction can't yep. win because any, anytime i talk about anything women wrestling related i just say sasha banks because she's the greatest <laughs> the, the Miz, the Miz is not showing up he is not going to win Miz the is not in
0: the royal rumble he and his wife are actually in a mixed tag match with edge and his wife yes
2: Yes, so they cannot win the Royal yep. Rumble unless. But hey, that doesn't stop people from being the Royal Rumble yep. sometimes. He could so still be. What a do Rumble. you think
0: about? I don't, and I don't know if you've caught up on current events of this, but they are um, breaking through the uh, forbidden door. I don't know if you've seen this. So, like, when you think about wrestling and sports entertainment organizations, you've got the WWE, you've got Impact Wrestling, you've got this new aew which is owned by tony khan who owns the jacksonville jaguars so for the royal rumble the wwe actually has reached out to impact wrestling and they have a couple of their stars that are going to be appearing in the royal rumble breaking down the forbidden wall meaning they're crossing over into another organization what do you think about that
2: i I mean me personally i think it's great i mean just to kind of relate it you know back to what we enjoy doing, it would be kind of like if Tough Mudder had Spartan-related obstacles at their course. I mean, could that happen? You know, could
0: it happen? Could like, it happen? With...
2: Sure. Would it be? Would, would we? Would we be okay with it? I mean, I don't know. That's the real question you have to ask huh? yourself. As long as it's not Olympus. Um, oh, right. I mean, there's things that. But the, at the same token, like anytime you're seeing your fan favorite people at one event, instead of having to go to three events, that's a positive for, you know, mm-hmm. the fans or the people for taking in it. So that's my that's Good my question. stance on it.
0: Yeah, it's like, if you think about it from like 20 years ago when there was WCW and WWE or WWF back then, whatever it was, neither of them mm-hmm. ever even, the gold they never even talked about each other. I mean, they never, it's almost like neither of them existed to each other. They were two different right. worlds and you had to choose. Do I want to go this way or do I want to go that way? Same with, you know, with obstacle course racing two years ago, it was, you're either a Spartan racer or you're a Tough mutter or you're a Savage racer, you know, it was one of the three. And now it seems like they're, you know, they've, they've broken down that forbidden wall. Obviously it helps with the fact that, you know, one company owns two of the major, two of the major brands, but, you know, like you said, Mm -hmm. having, you know, having hopefully possibly a crossover, having maybe... Is there a chance you see Bender over on a Tough Mudder course? Is there a chance you see Electroshock Therapy over on a Spartan course? Is there a chance you see Mudderhorn as the A-frame over on Spartan? You know, it's, you know, those are, those are the things that, you know, the kind of endless possibilities when you think about it now. So, yeah.
1: All right, guys. Well, we've had a uh, nice long conversation with some pauses.
2: Yeah, (laughs) that's
1: okay. A few few rest stops. (laughs)
2: So So just waiting on Spectrum to catch up.
1: Well, you know, it happens.
2: (laughs) I'm
0: sure there's a windstorm somewhere. It's called latency. You know,
1: it's all right. (laughs) (laughs) So, John, loved having you uh, as a special guest talking with us.
2: Yeah, absolutely, guys. I I appreciate, again, you guys letting me come on and just gab with you guys for a little bit. It's always a pleasure to get to talk to you two. Um, And as always, you know, hopefully I'll see you many times um, over the course of the season. You'll see me in less than
1: a week. Of course you will.
2: I mean, some of you all see in less than a week, you know, Kay- Kayla may see some of you in less oh, than right? a week as well. We'll see. Exactly. We exactly. who,
1: who gives better hugs? <laughs> uh, I, we'll find out <laughs> soon. <laughs> all right, guys. All right.
0: Signing so, off. It was a pleasure. All right. Thanks. See you guys. We'll see you again.